Hello there. It's the number one recap is sound. Yeah, yeah, session is about to shut down. Shut down. Every planet in the galaxy right now. Yeah. Cause always touch down in Tatooine town. Whoa, that's I bet good it's gonna news. get found. Yeah, tell them use the force to get the high ground. Yeah. Tell them cause there's a retreat. They're done. Ben's got them beat. Take us on the trip off through the galaxy. thousand generations the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old republic before the dark times before the empire good morning afternoon or evening wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions Obi-Wan Kenobi recap my name is Matt Hudson aka Jabba the Hud and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon He's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy, and a Jedi in his own right. It's Master Blywalker Luke Bly. How are you, sir? Oi, oi, Savaloi. Yes, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Another week, another Kenobi episode, another mm-hmm. morning of filth. We love the filth. We're here for it. We love it. Obi-Wan just keeps giving us all this horribleness. <laughs> filth. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's no, all good. It's all good. Mornings. <laughs> it's. It, I, I just don't know what I'm talking about because the Kenobi has just got me shooketh. You know, he's shook. Obi Wan yeah. shook. Luke Bly. Bly doesn't get shook by many things, but bro, it's uh, it's Wednesday. Wednesday morning. We've watched the episode. We've done things in between, and now we are ready to talk about part four. Everyone who's joining for the first time, welcome aboard. We hope you enjoy what we're about to say. However. If you haven't seen part four of Obi-Wan Kenobi, do bear in mind that this is a full spoiler review. We're not going to be holding back. Mm. We're not going to be skirting around plot points. This is full spoiler. Go check out the episode. Come back. Listen to what we have to say and see whether you agree with what we think about the episode. So up top, we always give our thoughts on the episode. So Luke, once more, part four. Was this another happy landing? What were you thinking? Oh, not good. This won't ever get old. I think we should just measure life with those Kenobi quotes. Um, No, for me, Matty boy, it was another happy landing. Another happy landing. Um, I'm not sure if this is my favourite episode, but there is a lot to love in this episode, and there are a lot of things I adore in this episode. I feel like I've written a lot of notes for this episode <laughs> as well almost maybe more than more than usual maybe i don't know um yes i'm looking forward to getting stuck in um obviously it goes without saying spoiler warning guys people listening at home we do talk spoilers in this uh recap so uh yeah over to you main boy what are you thinking is it is it another happy landing or is it not good <laughs> Um, it's another happy landing again I enjoyed part 4 I wasn't immediately blown away by part 4 I must say Um, but I've managed to kind of I haven't haven't re-watched this but I've managed to go back and watch individual scenes Um, thanks to the beauty of streaming I can just go back and Mm. choose what I want to watch and as you said actually there's quite a lot to pull from this whereas I can imagine 
I imagine me, Luke and I don't look at the world's reactions because we don't care. We care about what the sessions think before we then hear what the world thinks. Yeah. I can imagine people, I, I don't know if people are calling this the filler episode or if they're saying, well, this is just a rehash of part two. I don't know. It felt like that to start with, but the the more we got into it and the more I went to look back at it and kind of unpacked what did we learn from this? What? How did we progress the story? And where did it end? Yeah, I think this was uh, just mm. as, this episode was just as important as parts one, two, and three because it wasn't as spectacular and flashy. Doesn't mean it wasn't as good. And no. I learned that very quickly by the end of it. But um, no, I, I enjoyed it, my friend. Yeah, that's good. That's good, mate. I'm, I'm glad to hear. So we've got loads of points. To, to, to crack on with um, overall there is there is so much to unpack uh, Kenobi being transported to safeties he's had a few too many beers <laughs> <laughs> he's had, and he's he like what's going on the rack. oh no I've burnt yeah. my arm <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's just he's just uh, been watching a few of the World Cup games. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's living in the future, you see. He's yes. in uh, he's in 2022. He's coming home. Uh, no, Kenobi being transported back, and he gets shoved in the back to tank, doesn't he? Um, yes. I think this is a great way to start the episode. And again, there's a there's a lot of weight to this because we're 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 reminded of what's just happened. Kenobi was put on the barbecue by Vader, and it yeah. weren't great. Our guy got beat. He got beat down pretty, pretty bad. Uh, and Kenobi is rusty uh, across the board. Yes. Fighting with his lightsaber, the force. You're fighting physically, hand-to-hand combat. Obi-Wan isn't in his best form. We have to wait for him to be in his best form. Um, and I think a lot of that is in this episode. You know, my biggest takeaway of this episode is precisely that, like the improvement of Obi-Wan. Um, but yeah, it all begins on the back to tank. Bicta. Bicta. Yeah, you're right, mate. What the, this episode sh- slowly shows and goes to pains to show that Obi got mullered in the last episode. No two ways about it. Like you said, physically, mentally, spiritually, got just he had to wipe the floor with him, Vader did. Now we were there are little moments throughout we see him reconnecting with the force or using the force or being becoming that athletic Jedi we once saw before, becoming more confident across the board. But to start with, yeah, he's he's dunked in the back to tank and we get to see the burns on his arm and it's juxtaposed with Darth Vader in his back to tank, which I thought again was a really nice parallel uh to use. And speaking about flashing back, kind of a bit like the the way they didn't say hello there in the last episode. Mm. I think mm. 99 or a hundred percent of the audience would be forgiven for thinking, right. We're putting him in the back to tank. Remember what happened in the book of Boba Fett. That was, you know, the key for flashbacks. Now we're going to get a flashbacks. And a lot of people were expecting or wanting Clone Wars flashbacks in this episode. And I, I hope that they took this episode as it was not, be, not on the fact that they didn't get maybe what they wanted, but uh, I like the fact that they it almost felt like they were playing with our, um, memories of the book of Boba Fett because I even said like once or twice like, get the back to tank ready the back to tanks ready and, like, oh. and we do actually start seeing the flashbacks Obi-Wan's got PTSD pretty much of Vader um, but he comes he comes out eventually like Where, where's Lane mm. I'm glad that we didn't have an episode of Clone Wars flashbacks <laughs> fade, at least. fade to that kind of weird blue grainy 
Oh, yeah. Transition. Yeah. And it's just Boba Fett on, a, on, a ban- on uh, the Panther speeder, like a banter <laughs> for half an hour. Uh, a lizard. You want me to have this lizard? <laughs> when I was on Attack of the Clones. Um, you know, I really, and I, I like the fact that we didn't have that. I think this episode needed to push Obi-Wan or push the story further forward and maybe it wasn't as successful as I thought it was going to be in really propelling the story. I'm so glad we didn't spend the majority of an episode looking back at the Clone Wars because mm. I think I still think we're going to get that probably in the next episode or two, but I don't want to see a whole episode of just Clone Wars flashbacks because I've got the Clone Wars for that. As much as it's cool to see mm. you and Hayden mm. together, I want to see the story push forward. A, a flashback yeah. here and there like a memory, but I don't want to see 15-20 minutes of a show you know, dedicated to something we've ostensibly already seen before. Yes. Yeah. I think that's wise, mate. I think that's wise. I think that's a good shout. I think it's with, with things like this, it needs to be used sporadically and yeah. only when necessary, only when necessary. Part of me thinks, mate, now we are on part four. We've got part five and six left of, of, of this limited series, you know, quote unquote limited series. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I can't help but feel like yeah, you know those, those Clone Wars flashbacks are getting less and less likely for me. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm I'm not entirely sure if we'll get them, but um, yeah, it could be wrong, could be wrong. So, um, Leia is in custody, right? Oh, She's no. been nicked. She's been kidnapped. We know that from the last episode, and she's being told no one's coming. No one's coming to save you, and. Yeah. Uh, Reva, the Inquisitor, says yep. Obi-Wan is dead. She said it. We were talking in our most recent episode, which you'll hear soon, about how, you know, nobody has specifically said the, said the word Obi-Wan to Leia. You know, there's she, you know, she may have seen it on a you know on a bounty park hologram. She may have heard Harja say it. But this is the first time now somebody specifically says Obi-Wan and um, mm. I, I clock that too. I've got that on my note. She says, you know, Obi Wan is dead. Doesn't matter if you're a princess of Alderaan. Oh, but your boy Obi Wan is dead. And that would, that, you know, there's a discussion to almost be had around that. But at the same time, we can make it work with our head canon in episode four, I'm sure. Well, I. Eh. I, yeah, because I, I was thinking about this. I had to pause it when I was like, hang on, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> what's, hang on, what's going on here? Okay, so when when we think about it, Obi-Wan is, I, I, I didn't see much of a reaction from Leia when Reva was saying Obi-Wan is dead. So firstly, Reva isn't going to say Ben Kenobi, is she? Of course because she, she, is, she doesn't know that that's his, um, that's his disguise. Yes. Um, <laughs> Ben. But but Obi-Wan, I think f- when when you look at Leia, I feel like it goes in one ear and out like the other. Like I think she's like, who's that? Can you imagine? <laughs> like, who's that? This is obviously grown up stuff and I don't know who that is. And it's like if I remember back to something that someone said to me when I was ten, I w- I probably wouldn't remember, especially if it is just like an off like kind of just a, a, a remark about someone who I'm who I have no idea about. I don't know who they are. Someone's mentioned a name. I wouldn't remember it. I don't think I'd remember it. So that's how it played out in in my head. Anyway, 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how else they could have done it. They, like you said, that she's not going to say Ben Kenobi's dead. She's not going to be like, your friend, which well, you could have said your friend is dead, but you know, at the same time, we as an audience need confirmation as well as to who she's talking about. Because if suddenly you say, you know, so and so is dead, people start thinking, well, did she actually mean this person or whatever? But yeah, I, yeah, uh, we've got, we've got plenty of time left for them to, you know, explain or kind of like mm. gloss over it at least, or it could just be like people have said, when she sent the, the emissary call to Obi-Wan via R2, that, you know, she was acting as a Senator at the time. And like, Obi-Wan, you helped my father in a more professional way, whether or not in case anybody else picked it up, I don't know is keeping up appearances almost in that hologram in a new hope. There's, there's that as well. But of course it is a bit odd given, you know, how this this particular episode has used his name and i'm interested to see going forward if we get anything else like that because again it's not the biggest thing in the world i guess but in terms of that moment in a new hope where you know you're my only hope that that works that that line works now even more so but it's it's just that kind of like that that fluff beforehand where he clearly never met obi-wan or he never even heard of the guy but you know i'm i'm sure they'll go through it in the next episode or two, there'll be a line where she'll forget his name or something like that. And we'll just be like, Oh, there we go. Mm. Or maybe there won't be. And maybe they'll just be mm. like, deal with it. <laughs> you know, and put the, put, put the old, um, put the glasses on sunglasses and be like, deal with it. Um, yeah, I think she, I mean, when, when she said Obi-Wan is dead, you could see her head kind of go down a bit. Um, but this is, this is Leia. She's, you know, Leia is a strong character. Delip doesn't quiver necessarily, but I, I noticed the sort of the head went down almost like, you know, in a resignation of, actually maybe this is it now maybe the game is up here nobody knows i'm here the only person who did was uh ben and i don't know where he is but some bloke called obi-wan's dead now so uh <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, yeah i like that scene mate and we, we, we cut straight to um obi-wan and tala uh, they're yeah. um they're on jabim and we finally get the series debut of o'shea jackson um great actor O'Shea Jackson is he's a character called Roken he's not uh, Quinlan Voss like people thought he might be he's a character called Roken mm. um who is uh, who knows exactly what the empire can do because they took his wife who was either a Jedi or force sensitive and probably uh, well hmm, we, we see later on in the episode what they did with people who were force sensitive but uh the Inquisitors basically wiped Roken's wife off the face of the galaxy uh, he uses a cool line as well when Obi-Wan says I need your help and he's like, yeah, so does every kid who could float a rock from here to Coruscant. You know, mm. it's all about floating rocks. They use that analogy quite mm. a lot in this new um, era. But um, yeah, I, I liked the, 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 this little scene. I like it being introduced to Roken. And the one thing I took, though, is firstly, Obi-Wan's got new swag on. Obi-Wan's, you know, drip is, yes. is looking good. But also, yeah. he, you know, kind of healed quite quickly, I find. You know, there, there isn't any kind of like, oh, my arm hurts a little bit after being burnt severely. Yeah, he he's just been in a back to tank, mate. You know, <laughs> he, like, what? ten seconds in a back to tank, uh, and he's like, "I'm fine." Ten, ten seconds for us on screen is maybe a day <laughs> in uh, in in Obi Wan verse. Look at you know, I don't know. After all, yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he still is a bit sore. But when 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 you've got adrenaline and when you've when you've got like purpose in life, then stuff like that it just becomes a bit secondary, you know. And I'm sure in the future. He'll be like, oh, flaming. Oh, ouch. <laughs> oh, flaming. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, that, which was pretty cool. So there's that like secret little base 
which seems yeah. to me like the beginning of like a rebellion like outpost mm -hmm. you know like it's a rebel cell path outpost isn't it right right and it's it, it seems like it's definitely associated with like uh, the early stages of the rebel alliance which yeah. i always think of i always think of star wars rebels you know when when i think of the early stages of the rebel alliance like rebel cells are all kind of doing their own thing yeah. they're not actually an alliance yet you know they've not come together to to to, so to cool. make a formal rebellion yet um so that's what it reminded me of and i, I liked that i really really enjoyed seeing that um but no obi-wan is rusty he's still healing uh and he goes on a little trip with tala to inquisitor hq to nur yeah i mean i i love the way they find out where nur is is that they've got this knackered bit of hollow kit and O'Shea Jackson's Roken just has to like bash it a few times for it to work, which is classic rebellion. Um, yeah. they, you know, they're just using any old bit of kit they can find. And they, they name drop it. They call it Nur. They call it the Fortress Inquisitorious Fallen Order represent. But um, mm. they say, you know, it's, a, it's in Mustafa. It's by Must It's in the Mustafar system. And Obi-Wan visibly flinches when they say the word Mustafa. They, yes. they make a point of showing him sort of, whoa. And then he says, is, is Vader there? The guy's terrified mm. of mm. Vader, and as mm. as he would be, he's just trying to cook you alive. So I, I love that little callback to Revenge of the Sith and Part Three of this show. And they also say that mm. you know the fortress, we don't know anything about it. No one, no one's ever been in there before. And when I'm thinking, you know, that, that's how, that's how good Cal Kestis is as, as keeping off the grid. You know, he did his yeah. thing, got out, and he's since just disappeared into the galaxy. Nobody knows about this story because, well, who's going to tell it? And the, Imp the Imperials aren't going to be advertising it. So I love that kind of little throat cork, um, sort of almost like a wink to the audience. Like, yes. no one's ever been in there before. Like, yep, we know. Um, yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and they're like, let's get, let's go in there with some T47, the, the snow speeders on Hoth. They're like, let's, yes. take, let's, let's take them. And they're like, mate, this is suicide. And yeah, like you say, Tala gets him in because, as we've established in the last episode, she has the, well, she's an Imperial. She has the Imperial clearance codes, which is a, uh, an, an, a natural way to get Obi-Wan in. She's not a, she's an, she's undercover working for this rebellion, but she is still part of the empire. So yes. works for me, mate. Yeah, absolutely. It does. It works for me as well. Um, and just seeing a, a lot of the imagery in this, I thought was impressive. A lot of like the establishing shots. We'll get yeah. to the other bits because then mm -hmm. it skips. It goes back to Leia being uh hustled down by Reva and she's <laughs> not giving in she is just not quitting she is not you you can see how much character and how strong she is mentally um and Reva at this point I feel like Reva's kind of like playing with her a little bit like going a little bit easy like just really just like um game talk do you know what I mean like Good cop, bad you know. cop almost yeah 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 and uh, so that that's going on, but re a little bit of that goes on, and then we're back to Inquisitor HQ, and there is mate, there is a ship on the way, and it, you, we see it landing, right? We see it landing. It looks it looks proper ropey, man. <laughs> 
I could see I, we, when we record these, as we always say, we can see each other, and I could just see Luke's face yeah. like go ashen and white as he was saying that, and pale. He's like, "Oh no, here we go." That's just um, my normal complexion, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are fairly the paciest Star Wars podcast you'll find. But um, yeah. yeah, no, tell me more about this ship. Yeah, it's one. just so it, it looks terrific as it's going to Inquisitor HQ <laughs> to the lair. Uh, but as it, 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 when, when you're, um, when the camera angle changes and the ship is landing, mm-hmm. the ship just kind of comes toward the camera and goes down. Like there's no slowing down. There's no, and usually and that that's something that I've noticed in a lot of the TV shows is like the ships just get up and go quickly. Full down. Like, yeah, whereas in the films, the ships kind of get up slowly, move, and they accelerate, mm-hmm. you know? So they start off slower and, and build up speed like vehicles do. And um, a small thing, but it, there, there was a couple of times where I was like, oh, that looks a bit ropey. Again, you know, it, it, it's becoming apparent that this is a TV show with a TV show budget sometimes. So there's that. There's that. Um, but we see our girl Tala. Indira Varma sneaking in and she gets confronted by some Imperial, well, an, an Imperial officer, doesn't she? Yeah. She's like, look, I'm, I'm an officer class C. You're going to let me in. Cause she's, we, we, it's a similar shot to how we saw Reva walking through in part three, uh, which is walking through the, the, the lair, the Inquisitorious EQ. Yes. And she yeah. goes up to that kind of like, um, metal detecting, um, contraction. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, you're not getting in. This, is, this isn't this is your sector. You can't go through it. This is, you know, this is classified information through there. And then she pulls rank on him, basically. She's like, this, this guy, bless him, the, the actor, I don't know who it is, but he does such a good job because in the end of the day, this, this security officer, he's just doing his job. And she pulls rank on him. She's like, listen, mate, you're going to call me, sir. Who are, who even are you? You're going to let me through. And he's kind of like, yes, yeah, yeah, okay, sir, yes. And you can see him go from being very kind of tough to, I've been put in my place very quickly, like a naughty schoolboy. Mm. Um, mm. I thought he did a very good job of that, of showing that yes, the 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 empire is bad, but this guy's just doing his job. He's been told not to let anyone through, and you know someone's basically given him grief for it. So he has to let them through. I I thought it was funny that that Tala was like, "You're going to address me as sir." Yeah, I was I like, guess, <laughs> "I guess hang that's on, their what? thing." I guess that they, I guess that's their uh, is that an imperial thing? Imperial or? type, <laughs> like, yeah. Sir, because they do say, you know, like, right on, sir. I guess they just, you know, if you're uh, if you're an officer, you just called sir, I guess. But uh, yeah, maybe. And then she's like, oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> let's, let's 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 tweet Pablo Hidalgo and ask him. <laughs> oh, what? Perhaps. Um, but she's like, oh, I'm going to tell the Grand Inquisitor of your insolence. And I thought, well, according to the show, he's dead. So, but then I suppose that Tyler wouldn't know that either. She would know. She would mm. assume that. The Grand Inquisitor of the Powerwoman, who apparently has two stomachs, is um, still alive. So I thought that was like a nice little callback. And um, I, I, I like the bit before you were saying about Reva and Leia, because I got I mentioned A New Hope once. This episode is smacked full of A New Hope references. Yes, it is. One because of it is being, the fourth oh, yeah, episode. That's, well, that's yeah. a good point. And it's, you know, Leia, which is being asked where a secret base is. You know where are where mm. is this cell, cell um, located? A- akin to Tarkin, where is the rebel base? And she's like, "Oh, I'm not telling you, not telling, you, not telling you." 
Um, it's just it's uh, it's the same here. I feel like it's uh, she's she's being asked to spill the beans, and she's not doing so. And it's in, it's interesting when you say that actually about part four because um, a part three we had a fiery duel, didn't we? which is Alak Mustafa. I've been thinking, actually, like there are a lot of similar beats between each part. It's a city like Coruscant attacking the clones. Attacking the clones, yeah. uh, I don't know, we could try and make part one work. Call call to adventure on Tatooine. Yeah, we'll call it that. That is is literally fundamental. So so Empire Strikes Back. So in the next episode, but then we've already had the snow speed. Next episode, uh, Vader's going to, you know, the the Empire are going to crush the rebels and then they're going to win in episode (laughs) six, part six. Who knows? But it is interesting how that parallel runs. But there's more to A New Hope, the references um, later on. But whilst Tyler's putting rank, yeah, Obi-Wan, he's in the water. He's swimming oh. through the f- oceans of Nur by these big fish. And remember, th- there's always a bigger fish, so you've got to be careful. There is always a bigger fish, There yeah. is always you a know, bigger fish. He's especially that. down in Waterworld. Yeah, you know? <laughs> straight down there. But um, So he's swimming through the water. To me, it was, again, Fallen Order vibes, 100%. Uh, but he's got mm. that like A99 breather, I think it's called, from the Phantom Menace in his trap. So there's also like the Phantom Menace vibes when they're swimming towards yeah. Gunga, Oto Gunga. Um, yeah. So it's fun as well how I kind of got the vibes of, wow, I should really think Phantom Menace, but I also think of Fallen Order at the same time. You know, it's yeah. how they're merging this. It's how they're connecting it all together. It works so well. And it's, it, it's, it's bridging, which is what we've said. We've said so often about this series. It is bridging so many things. Yeah. So many, so, so many. well as well. Yeah. Yeah. So well. So, or, or you might want to say it's bridging it so good as an alternative uh, so good nice one dan obi dan kenobi oh he loves it he, he loves, loves it, it doesn't he boy. yeah um yeah so what world was good but then leia <laughs> leia is that a, she's she's having a staring contest i love that line with reva i love and is, is, is it a staring contest <laughs> it's like this is great. You talk first. You talk first. Well, talk first. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. At that point, I thought that Reva was going to figure out that Leia is force sensitive. Same because it looked yeah. like she was. It, you kind of look like Leia was not fighting back, but putting putting up the mental blocks in her mind. And I was kind of hoping, oh, you know, let's not go that far now, so we know that. Mm. Anakin mm. as a kid or, or something or, or even that she's forced sensitive because that would just add another dynamic to the show uh, maybe maybe an exciting one but I quite like the fact she's like hmm you're strong but yeah. you know strength and bravery does, isn't everything because and then she kind of alludes to when she was a Jedi or a Padawan isn't she but Jedi. I love that line is this a because st- it feels like Leia feels like something Carrie Fisher would bring to the role yeah uh, and, and it's it's hard to, you, you'll never be able to get away from those comparisons because Carrie Fisher and Leia you know together they are one but yeah. vivian is doing such a fantastic job of getting into that group and she's now the character as much as well yeah she's only had four episodes for you know, she's been brilliant arts but she's been great hasn't she i mean this is the thing with a series you know we get a lot more extra time with characters you know just by the nature of a tv series uh, a tv show and you know if you were to add up the screen time you know now little leia 
is going to be up there with, you know, Lily Lenny in Lenny. Phantom Menace, right? Mm-hmm. Jake Lloyd's Anakin Skywalker in Phantom Menace. You know, the screen time probably is now, or certainly by the end of this series, going to be similar, if not more. So, yeah, she she's bossing the role, and it's cemented her as, as a Princess Leia, really. And, yeah, I think she is tremendous, absolutely tremendous, and she kills it again in this episode. Seneca, come closer, I have good news. That's good news. So we're going to take a quick break here to thank our sponsor for this episode, smugglerscrate.com. Smugglers Crate is the ultimate Star Wars mystery box. They're different to other crate providers because it's for Star Wars fans and by Star Wars fans. And that right, May boy. That is right, my man. I recently got a Smugglers Crate box as a gift for my family and I was genuinely blown away by the quality. I genuinely love this, and I'm not just saying that, mate. Okay, so tell me more about it, mate. Tell the world about it. What was so spicy about this smuggler's crate? I'll tell you, and I'll tell the world all about the spice. My crate had a selection of Black Series and Lego items, exclusive artwork, stationary sets, and loads more officially licensed products. But that's not all that Smuggler's Crate do. No, no. They offer a one-off crate, a monthly crate subscription, three-month prepay, and a one-off gift box. The best part of all of this is they ship worldwide. That's always been a pet peeve of mine, mm-hmm. is going to see a crate provider and they don't ship to like the UK or something. So that's a huge win. So every Smuggler's Crate comes with five to seven exclusive Star Wars items. There is no commitment. You can cancel any time. The value in each box is over £30 or 40 US dollars. The first box ships in only two to four days. And the great news is that you two can get your hands on a smuggler's crate with this exclusive discount code, only available to Star Wars Sessions listeners. Use the discount code Star Wars Sessions, no spaces. Star Wars Sessions to get 15% off plus two bonus items on all boxes. It's absolutely worth it and it's that easy. So go to smugglerscrate.com and now back to the show. How did you find old Moses Ingram? In this episode and her acting, what, what do you uh, I reckon? think she's. I think she's been fine throughout. Um, again, the parkour stuff was oh, more uh, the, the, choreography. The F word, guys. The, yeah. the Matt Hudson F word. Oh, oh, fine. No. Oh no, which, yeah. Which that, doesn't that, always not, mean great in the, in the Hudson vernacular. Yeah, that's, that, in, in this in this ter- sense, I'll turn it. I think she's been. I think she's been good. So yeah, again, the parkour stuff wasn't that was out of her control. Can you do a back forward flip, please, and all this? Yeah, sure. Um, mm. I think she's I think she's good. I think she's getting progressively better. I thought she was fine in part one. I had no issues, yeah. but I think she's getting progressively better. The more we're kind of figuring her out as well, little lines she drops, like you know, I had a droid that was taken from me once, like everything else was taken. We're yeah. kind of seeing this something's bubbling away under the surface even more. And I think she, I think she's good in this. I think um, the scenes of her and young Vivian are really good. Uh, I think yep. those two together were work very well. I think maybe Vivian's just such a good actress; she can work with anyone. By the looks of it, she makes mm. she makes uh, she elevates most scenes she's in, even with Ewan McGregor and that. But yeah, I think Moses Ingram is far, is good. I like the character of Reva in this. Um, 
I, I, I don't think that anything is happening, which is a bit like eye rolling, like people on the internet think. I think she's, I think she's decent. I am looking forward to seeing the denouement of her character. Where does she go? Because as far as we know, by the time we get to Rogue One, A New Hope, the Inquisitors, they're all gone. Are we going to mm. see something like that in this season or this series? I don't know, but um, I thought she was decent. What about you, mate? What did you think of Moses or Reva and those scenes with Little Leia and Reva? Yeah, again, I thought there was an improvement on, for me, particularly parts one and two of of Kenobi. Um, there was one moment where I think Leia is like, oh, is this a staring contest? Something like that. And she kind of goes with her fist. She's like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's a bit cartoony. You know, a bit, little bit Looney Tunes, you know. Looney <laughs> Tunes. Um, but again, other than that, I think I think pretty decent. I think pretty decent. So pretty after that scene, we get Obi Wan sneaking around, being a cheeky lad, being well, a cheeky top for lad. Torture, don't forget, just at the end of that, she sends. Oh, was it? Is it the end yeah. of that scene? Probably, I think so. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's around. Is about it? it okay? Because she says to Leia, "Look, no one's coming," and she says, "You know, Leia, look, we're all on the same team here." And she said, oh, "Okay, That's I'll, right. I'll tell you where the base is, but I need to tell my father first because we're all on the same team, right?" And Reva's like, I've had enough of this. Get her out of here. And, you know, that, we think, oh man, she's, she's going to torture this kid. This isn't, this isn't good. So we see Reva again showing her kind of more maniacal side of that. But yes, then we, then we get back to our boy, Obi. Yes. Good old Obi. He's sneaking around and uh, he's nearly going to get caught by some stormtroopers. He jumps into the side of some sort of corridor. And mate, what does he do? He uses the noise trick. Oh, he uses yes. the noise trick that again we see in a new hope mm-hmm. yep. right yes. and i love that that was a classic a classic mate really really cool to see really cool to see and for me that was obi-wan like getting back into um his really getting back into himself and mm-hmm. and his force abilities and when you see him do the noise trick with the stormtroopers because they they almost hear him. Um, you see his face and he's almost like surprised that he's done it. <laughs> did you notice that? He's almost I like, not oh, wow. That, no. Yeah, he's almost like, oh wow, that worked. Nice, that worked. Yeah, and for me, that's that's like one of the points of this episode is Obi Wan finding his footing again. You know, he's finding his skill again. That muscle memory, you know, is still there. It's, it's back, still there. Deep down, it's still there. Needs to be oiled, needs to be oiled up <laughs> and hit the gym, <laughs> hit the force gym, you know, but it's, <laughs> but it's there. It's still there. And I think he's believing more in himself. Yeah, it's there. It, it's like towards the beginning of the episode, we see him on Tyler's ship trying to use the force to um, coerce a bit of metal towards him. And he does, you know, it's shaking along the way, but he's reintroducing himself back to that old trick of his and yeah the the noise the the noise trick that was great and uh, uh, just before even hearing the troopers walking through the hallway going oh, this place gives me the creeps i love when you just get r- random stormtrooper lines which they just throw in um and because obi-wan's hiding from a seeker droid and at the same time tala she's been taken away she's giving him like directions go go north go north but mm. she's been taken some blows like hold on this isn't your station over here now and she turn, turns out she she beats him up basically she's like i've taken care of him she just beats the hell out of him um 
when, when, when Obi-Wan, I was giggling when you mentioned that Obi-Wan, you know, he jumps into this vent uh, in the hallway when the stormtroopers are coming, because the way it's shot, you know, the, the stormtroopers are walking down the hallway and, you know, Obi-Wan's just standing there and he just jumps in the, in, I know. In his, and I was like, <laughs> and you're telling me, and, and this is me having fun rather than nitpicking, but I was like, you're telling me they didn't see him jump in there. But you know, it's, it's he's a, he's a Jedi. They he's got a bad course, vision, mate. They got they got bad vision in those helmets. They bang their you head know, on. The, as, they bang their head. That's it, mate. That's it. That's canon. You know, we've heard that multiple times. You know, they're like, "How do you guys see in this thing?" You know, I know you're right. It's a good point. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. But um, yeah, yeah I, I love. <laughs> but that. I know what you mean. I laughed at that too. I was a little was bit like, like, "Oh, could you not have like given an extra second just for them to walk and be like, okay, they didn't see him?" But yeah, he um, Obi Wan distracts the troopers. But before, during when Tala's giving him the instructions, she's saying to him. You know, look what are they? What are they hiding down here? You know, there's this particular secure area which Obi Wan's trying to get to, and she's like, "What is down there? You know, why? Why is this so yeah. heavily guarded?" And yeah. Obi Wan, um, he he finds this secure sector which is emblazoned with two with a red Imperial symbol on each door, and yeah. inside of it, mate, in like the str- like in such a, a, a dark uh, move is. The, the, it's just the tomb of dead Jedi. There's two floors of just preserved dead Jedi slash Force users, including a youngling, yeah, and um, Terra Sanube from the Clone Wars, which um, partly made me laugh because we did an episode a few months ago and we asked people about prequel era Jedi, that Jedi they'd want to fight with, and so many people said <laughs> Terra Sanube. I was like, well, there he is, encased in amber. But, um, but yeah, that was a. You know, and obviously that leads to the, the interrogation chamber. So I'm guessing that, you know, when they lead Jedi towards the chair, they have to walk past all of this first. But that's right. What do you, what do you think about this, this tomb, mate? Mate, I, I think, um, Jurassic Park, mate. That's what I think. <laughs> John Hammond. The, the little, the little insect in the amber, you know, with this walking stick. You know yes, the, the old yes. guy's got the walking stick and he's got like the insect in the am- like in the that's amber. It. That's where he got the DNA from to create all of the dinos, yeah. It, yeah. That that mate, that is what I thought of uh <laughs> of, of that scene. <laughs> I've just sent you a picture, mate, as well, which is relevant because I, I paused it during it to see trying to work out who these Jedi were. And I, I think one of the, the there was a shot of a woman. I think maybe that was possibly Roken's wife who O'Shea Jackson mentioned at the beginning um because they did show her quite prominently but I paused it at the end and I was like god it looks familiar and I've just sent you a picture I don't again I think this is a, a fun easter egg oh, no yeah I think it's no. a fun easter egg because I don't think they've confirmed anything and I don't think they'll do it like this but I was like that's that's cool there's a guy who right at the end of the tunnel just as Obi-Wan runs off if you he looks exactly like Mace Windu he's got the robes on and everything I don't, again, I don't, think, I don't think it is, but if, I think they've just done it to play with tease the fans a little bit. But I saw it. It's either Mace Windu or the guy at the end of Phantom Menace that they got <laughs> in that isn't Samuel Jackson. Not, yeah, no, yeah, not Samuel. But of course, I had to take that on my phone as well because you can't screenshot Disney Plus, can you? So I had to take no. a picture on my phone. But um, yeah, that, hey, you know, everyone have fun with that. I, I don't think it is Mace. I think that's Deborah and the gang being like. Should we just mess around? Should we troll the fans a little bit and just have someone who looks exactly like Mace Windu? If it is so, man, that would be at least, at least they'd finally put that to bed. But um, yeah, but yeah, this yeah. tomb I thought was very chilling. 
You know, we know the empire is bad and the, the inquisitors aren't good people, but the fact that mm. now when they've said it in rebels and they've said it in part one or two of this show, where they're like, you know, what happens to these four sensitives or Jedi when they're taken? They're like, we don't know. Nobody ever sees them again. Well, now we know for the, you yeah. know, even, you know, people like if they're off world, they, they, they drag their body onto the ship so they can put them in this amber, really dark stuff and you know yes. same as part three that was dark stuff and i've seen lots of people saying we need to go dark get out of here so you know lucasfilm and disney are doing it in their own way and this in well, itself it's in the star- idea it's in the star wars way exactly it has man. to be in the star wars way you can't just go dark you know what does dark mean you know it's Guts, all it, decapitations. It, it all has like you can have dark but in Star Wars, you know, Star Wars is its own genre. Yeah, it's not an 18 plus, you know, or whatever they call that in America. What's that called in the States? R rated is kind of, I thought that was like 15 or something because you've got NC 17, isn't it? Oh, right. But listen, I don't know. But yeah, Star Wars isn't that. It is not that. Dead kid entombed on the wall watching you as as a trophy. And imagine how Leia must have felt seeing that, you know? Must have been quite tough. Must have been really, really yeah, tough. Bad enough for us having to see it. And but yeah, we we got some. We know we now know what happened to um to uh, that Jedi Terrace Anube. Sorry, I deleted my note. Terrace Anube. We yeah. know what happened to him. Um, possibly Mace Windu, but I think that's just a wink and a nod to the fans. But uh, yeah, that that's dark. And th- then Obi Wan is kind of shook out of his shock because he can hear Leia screaming in the torture chamber this whole time Leia's in the torture chamber Reva's saying to her look I, this is all mm. on you you've got mm. one chance just tell me where they are and I'll let you go we don't well, know whether she actually will or not but she but Leia's like no I'm not telling you nothing what I I always get from when Reva is talking to Leia throughout this episode and really um, when Re- when Reva talks a lot in this series um, it's like she's talking about her younger self do you know yes. what I mean? She's like the jet. Think of who who this Jedi, pe- you know, the people that are meant to save you. They're not saving you. The people that are meant to look after you, you know, they're not looking after you. And that goes back to that opening scene in Order sixty six. We see what we think is a young Reaver, and you know, she was let down. She was let down from her perspective. How she has been brainwashed. She has been let down and betrayed by the jedi she wasn't looked after by the jedi or the either. It, or yeah it, anyone and that's what's turned her into this villain and you're seeing that really really come out in this in this episode um and i thought yeah i thought it was great and obviously obi-wan like you said he uh after looking through the tomb, looking through the amber catalogue mm-hmm. of people, um, he, he he hears her, he hears Leia, and she's in trouble. And yeah. he goes to the rescue. But only when he, he like, gets on the old Nokia and phones uh, phones Tala and is like, cause a distraction. And she's, she's like, like what? what, when? And he's like, do it now. Do it. He's like, oh, come on. It is, it's one of those plans which the more you the more you kind of deconstruct and peel away the layers, it is an awful plan. Do you know what I mean? Like she's, a, she's had to lie to get in be, um, to the lead security officer. She's then sitting at the different station, which they've noticed. She then has to go and beat the bloke up who says that. 
Now yeah. she has to just get up and cause a distraction, and the bloke next to her can hear her as well. And even he's like looking at her, like, What's, who's he whispering to? So the more again, the more you think about it, the more it's like a classic, <laughs> like you say, cartoon vibe. And I actually, I was going to mention this at the end, but I'll say it now because it's being brought up. This entire episode made me think an awful lot of Star Wars Rebels. This feels like a Rebels episode. It's, yeah, it's, it's very quick. You know, it's an it's an espionage, it's a rescue, it's an escape with a a daft plan, and I mean that in the in the kind of like fun fantasy Star Wars way. The plan is awful; it's just slapdash. But um, I, I love the fact that he's like, I don't know, but just do it now. Um, and Leia's about to have these uh, needles go pop into her yeah, eye or needles in the face or something. And I hate needles, but again, that, that's the same. It looks like the same interrogation chair they use in Fallen Order. Probably is the same chamber because in that game it was basically destroyed because vader went mental so hey look mm. it, it, I'd, I'd love it if it was the same one they're like look because you messed it up vader you're gonna have to foot the bill for this you got to pay for uh something new and they're like just put black floor in it's fine um but yeah but she she distracts tala she's like listen i know where the path is it's on florum and that's the planet in the clone wars where hondo hondo onaka was stationed when he captured anakin and obi-wan in the clone wars whatever season that was but she's like, look, they're on Florum. I'm telling you now, we've got to go. But Reva, mm. mate, she doesn't believe her. To put to, to your point, mm. like you just said, everyone's let her down. You know, everyone in her life has let her down. And even when she's given this evidence, you know, she's even there like, you're, you're lying. I don't believe a word you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And again, she may have good reason for that. She may be sensing something coming off of Tala that she's, you know, fear or nerves or something. But she doesn't believe her whatsoever. And she's like, just, just admit it. You're a spy. And Tyler's like, yes, I am a spy for the empire. You goon. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the way even Reva's like, well, what? she admitted it. I'm the spy. Yeah. Oh, mate. Is she good? I, I, I thought she was going to do that in part three when she shot those troopers. I'm the yeah. spy. But she's like, I am a spy, but pretty much for the empire. And I'm telling you, Obi-Wan Kenobi and his, and his uh, merry men, they are on Florum. Mm. Reva's not having it and I, I actually think at that moment Reva's going to lop her head off but we get the classic siren don't we because Obi isn't on Florum mate he's on Nur and he's just got the princess to safety nah he's on nah yeah nerd yeah so while that's going on we've got Obi-Wan back down below and Leia is in, in she's oh. in the interrogation seat and there are two stormtroopers oh. and I, w- I was wondering how are it's they going to play this out Obi-Wan ignites, mate. Ignites oh, out the dark, ignites. I loved it. I knew he would. <laughs> I loved it, mate. It was great because it's like sometimes the most straightforward, you know, answer is the best one. The most obvious way to go is the best one. And to me, it's like, yeah, could he have done it somewhere? Yeah, probably. But it's like, yeah, but he's got a lightsaber. No one else in the room. It's dark. Pitch it black, looks yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. from an, it looks abstract from the angle. I love that they went with that kind of abstract angle as well, like from the top where you're like, mm. what's going on? You've got this perfectly symmetrical scene. You've got the thing in the, the chair in the middle, two stormtroopers perfectly um, precisionly placed on shot. And yeah. then vroom, 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 blue lightsaber yeah. out of nowhere, bish, bash, bosh. Um, and then, and then, but then with the second one, it, you get like a closer in shot and you see, you see the saber, you like cut through. It's fine. He cuts across his chest. F- works for me. Um, 
how do you think the lightsaber looked in this scene? Because as uh, we meant, we've mentioned on other shows, yeah. that we know there's criticism of the sabers or the or the the, the glowing rod, as they're called. Do you, you like this? Like it? I I think it looks fine. I, I like it. I think it looks like how a lightsaber looks. To be honest, you know, do the lightsabers look different from the original trilogy to the prequel trilogy? Yes. Do the lightsabers look different from the prequels to the sequels? Yes. Does it look different in the Mandalorian? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it look different here? Yeah, it looks a bit more like the recent kind of iteration of lightsaber. It doesn't bother me, mate. What about you? Yeah, not so much. No, I mentioned before that I do sometimes can't shake the feeling that it is literally just a glowing stick uh, rather than in even in the sequels, um, especially if you think when when the, when Ray Force pulls the lightsaber in The Force Awakens and she's got a classic shot of her, you know, you can see the plasma. It doesn't look like it's a stick. <laughs> Whereas sometimes in this show, it does, you don't really get that kind of like flowing, glowing plasma feel. It does feel like a stick, but hmm. that aside, I don't really care about that because I still think it looks boss. I love the lighting effects and I don't think you would have got such cool illumination, blue, blue, blue illumination if you had to digitally insert that. Whereas here, you know, you're in a dark room with a bright blue stick, you get that illumination. And it's natural, and I think it looks great. And um, yeah, I'm glad we got to see Obes Canobes, you know, whip out the lightsaber in in this episode. Yeah, he uh, loves it, doesn't he? We, we, yeah, well, he wasn't very good in the last episode, defending himself against angry, you know, uh, our leather-clad daddy wasn't happy. Whereas here, though, he, like you said, he's building himself up. Yes, he's, he's, he's finding his fodder. foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's got exactly. the fodder. He's like, right, I can take these falls down easily. And at the same time, I'm going to do it dramatically. So that was a great shot. Um, yeah. Yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved it. And it, it doesn't just finish there because I thought, oh, is that it? Is that all the lightsaber action we're going to get? Which I wouldn't have minded. Mm-hmm. But he's like, right, Leia, we're, we're, we're out of here, mate. Come on, get on, get on it. We've got to move. And, and if you, if you compare how Leia was, um, with the bit, with the beginning of the series where she didn't quite trust Kenobi, didn't shoot, she, she was a bit naughty, should run off, do her own thing. Like she is fully trusting in obi-wan now right she just shuts up follows him she trusts him then yeah that's that's the big difference you know but it, that's, it, that's in layer as well no mm. it's a great show and, and it's and it's true it's that arc which she's gone through and it makes again the later films and the you know her son's name ben stuff like that it makes it all oh gets you in the feels mate when yeah. you're kind of connected to this like the shot of obi-wan in the hallway of his lightsaber with kind of layer watching behind like he is this hero in that moment again. Yes. Like, this is it. Because Tala, she's been taken to interrogation. You know, I thought, you know, Reva's going to lock her head off. And she said, she's like, take her to interrogation. If the story checks out, you know, whatever. But she just shoots yeah. these stormtroopers point blank in the gut. And then we get, yeah, the hall scene. Kenobi's taken out these troopers in the hall. Again, again, excuse me for being... Uh, the broken record, but I got the fallen order vibes, man. Because you're doing that mm. in the hallways, in full, mm-hmm. you're swinging it, mm-hmm. you're deflecting the blaster bolts. Obi Wan isn't quite as smooth as he was before, and I made a point of that, and I appreciate that that he's doing it, but it's not quite as fluid as he was ten years ago, for example. That's he, right. He, he hasn't just slipped straight back into it. He's effective, but you know some of these um, blaster bolts are going astray, like into the glass in a in an ocean planet. Uh, but there's a purge trooper there as well, mate. Yeah, I, I, I've I've got in capital letters Purge Trooper. He looks yeah. so 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 cool in live action, uh, and that scene was brilliant. I've seen Obi Wan taking falls out, and then having to use his loaf to try to stop the glass cracking. He's using the Force. 
to stop the glass, which is again similar to Vader in Fallen Order at the end when he's holding back the ocean in the, in the similar scene. I was like, I don't think that they are purposely referencing the, that, but fans out there, the game will know that this is. If they, they, there's a parallel going on here, but yeah, but yeah there I, is. I love that scene. What do you think it's, about that? And when he when he uses the force mm. and he and he just to, to hold every, to hold off the water, get Leia and Tyler to safety, and then just drowns everyone, gets out of there. Yeah, I I I liked it. I liked it. You know, there was a bit where he lets it go. He like moves. He he cracks the window at the other end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and he runs back. And yes. the doors close just in time. And then, then there's like, there's not much water on the other side. I'm like, oh, there probably would have been. But again, that's nitpicking, isn't it? Really? You know, that is nitpicking, really. Um, I liked it. I okay. really, really liked it because again, it's Kenobi because Kenobi has to do this. He ha- a bit like when he saved Leia from falling, um, down that building mm-hmm. in the alleyway in, um, part two here it's it's it he has to do this he has to stop the window from cracking and the flood coming in while while they're still there he has to do this and he's figuring out like what are we going to do and he comes up with the solution very kenobi very kenobi and it gave me mate gave me a bit of clone wars vibes oh yes it reminded me of Clone Wars a little bit. Like if that, that scene, yeah. So that, synergy. that mm, synergy, it's Melting just, it, it, it reminded me of a Clone Wars scene and uh, yeah, I'm here for it. Look here for it. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Who would have thought? Hey, hey. not me. Yes. Yeah, you know, I'm getting rebels. Vibe. I think, again, I think this is a live action rebels episode. You've got, I'm getting huge fallen order vibes. You're getting the Clone Wars vibes. This is surely as fans, this is what we've always wanted, but it still feels like, an Obi-Wan Kenobi series. It doesn't feel like they're riffing off anything. It still feels like Kenobi, but yeah. it, that you can see the influences again. I don't know how I'm, I'm sure some of them are deliberate, but how, but to what extent, I don't know, but you can't help, but you know, love the show for what it's doing. And when, when you realize that their plan to get Obi-Wan Kenobi off the planet is to give him a comically oversized jacket and have mm. Leia underneath it. I did giggle because I was like, <laughs> look at the size of that jacket. Look at the size of that thing. Um, <laughs> you've got Tyler's walking next to this, just this guy who just looks like he's just crawled out of a bush. Um, and, you know, they're just walking through the hangar. It's like, go, go, get to the ship, get to the ship. I don't know what their plan is, cause, uh, but, you know, the fifth brother's there and he's screaming, you know, the third sister is to blame for this. She, 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 she will suffer. I can't do his voice, but she will suffer. Yeah. Oh, justice for Han. Um <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah. I, and then I, so I, I really did kind of wonder. I was like, right, there is about a th- I don't know, a hundred maybe. Let's just call it. Let's be call it a hundred troopers, and about and three inquisitors on this, uh, hang in this hangar bay. Ha- and when when they get caught, because Reva, she's like, was it worth it, you traitor? She she knows what's going on. She knows they, where the only way to escape is there. How did how did you think they were going to get out of this situation? Because did you think Obi Wan was just going to take them all out or? Or why? Because there's so many. I had. I, I thought in that instance, on, the only thing that could have saved them is someone like uh, Vader turning up and mm-hmm. telling them, like, "No, he's mine," you Man, know, damn. and 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 yeah, and and, and doing something like that. Uh, I did. I had no idea what was going to happen, and that's why I thought I sat there, Matty boy, and I thought to myself, "This is tense," because <laughs> I was like, "What? What is going to happen here?" Like the. These guys are surrounded. That's that's it. That's done, isn't it? That's that's checkmate. And 
No, we get obviously Tala tried to call in effectively a little airstrike earlier on mm-hmm. when 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 Kenobi was like, oh, look, make a distraction, make something happen. And they were like, look, it's going to take like five, ten minutes or whatever, a bit longer. And that's obviously good timing. It's the force, I think. You know, it's just like, yeah, it, it's just how it works. It's the classic and, uh, escape, isn't it? It is, it is, it is, it's swashbuckle. Yeah, it's exactly. swashbuckle, man. Yeah, and that's what Star Wars is. And uh, yeah, they they and we see the uh, snow speeders yes. come down, save the day, mate. Save, save the day. And I liked that because then, yeah, one of them docks down Obi Wan and um, Leia and Tala run over, and they're like, "Yeah, let me get in the, the, the snow, <laughs> snow speeder, like just get in there." Because I swear, there's barely any space for them, but they I did it. That. They did it. And, uh, yeah, so then there's the other snowspeeder, and Reva is like, come on then. <laughs> come on then. Jeez, those two are having a standoff. I thought that was great. Yeah, it, 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 it was good. It, again, some of it's to do with the ships, man. Like, the ships, sometimes the CG on the ships doesn't always pull off, I don't think. But yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, no, the um, the the spectacle of it was a, was a cool. Th- you know, you like take a, a, a snow speeder versus an inquisitor is a cool sentence to be able to say. And you know, mm. um, condolences, rest in peace to the mouse droid, which was brutally murdered during this. The little oh. mouse droid was a shot. I was like, what are you doing that for? He he wasn't doing anything wrong. But um, yeah, the pla- you've got the uh, the the pilot who saved them is a, was called Sully, who was played who's played by Maya Erskine, and I kind of wondered where her character was going to come into it. Because I know she was cast, but I was like, but she hadn't really been mentioned. So she is Sully, and her friend slash partner in the show Wade is the one that saves them. I think he's played by Duke of Ryan McLaughlin, um, mm. and he's shot down. Yeah, because the, the fifth brother, and he's pulling rank. He's literally like, you know, do something about that ship, and Reva like throws something via the force. I don't know if it's mm. an explosive or just a box, but <laughs> it blows the ship up. Um, I don't think we've seen snow speeding <laughs> since. Off, I don't think, but that was, so it's cool to see them. It's cool to see what they can do. Uh, it's a nice little callback to, uh, and a, a callback and a flash forward to where the rebellion is going to be in what? 13 years time or whatever it is yeah. in Canon that they're still yeah. using these ships. Um, yeah, no, I, I liked it. I thought that good, was a good shout. Yeah. Good shout. I like that. Yeah. Because they, they use what they can get. Yeah, and in this instance, it. yeah, it's two two snow speeders. Yeah, very like very be- good shout. Like at the mm. beginning, like so I say, Jackson's bashing that bit of kit to get it to work. It's this is just what it's always been like for the rebellion. Yeah, but no, I thought shift. it was you know the escape was you know it's it's cliche, it's a trope, but it's but it's fine. It's it, you know it works. We know that the ship was docked in the clouds because the snow speeder goes in there, um, so that's where the ship was. That's how they got there so quickly. You know, um, Sully and Wade, the two pilots, knew they were there anyway. Plus, like you say, a call was put out. So it wasn't just, where did they come from out of nowhere? The timing was very good. But mm. that the plan was for them to come and, you know, extract them. They probably just didn't realise they'd have to face 100 troopers and three inquisitors. Have we seen, I think it's the, the fourth sister, who is the the, inquis- the other inquisitor who just kind of stands there, who says like mm. one thing. Have we mm. actually seen her do anything? Have we seen her ignite her saber at all yet? Or? No. She was walking in the corridors again earlier yeah. on, on, on on this episode. She's good at walking. And that's it. That's yeah, it. She's, she's good at walking, but... Um, yeah. then- <laughs> she's, I think she's there to make a point that there's a few of them. Yeah. But we, the, the, 
Yeah, but she's we're a minor. The numbers now, aren't we? We're getting through the first to tenth or sister, or whatever, and brothers. So yeah, they so the guy, the good guys get away, mate. The good guys get away, and we get a we get a big old cut then to Darth Vader. He looks very angry. The way that Deborah Chow again, she uses that. Um, that's she. She uses the uh, steady cam. Sorry, the unsteady cam. Sorry. So, so we yeah. really feel like we're in the hat that that hallway with her. The shaky yeah. cam. Sorry. And yeah. Vader is furious. It, I mm. love that. This is a Vader in live action we've never seen. He is. He's not just shouting. He's bellowing. You were warned what defeat would bring. I will tolerate your weakness no longer. I was shook at just how furious he sounded mate shooketh shooketh he was shook he's choking Reva. she's like contorted into I, all these weird angles at one point i thought that's it same at same. one point i thought yeah that's it mate i was like how she's do you dead. get out of this how, how yeah. do you get out of vader's choke hearing how you know he's got he's got the fury of the force inside of him how do you get out of here mm. Mm. Uh, i loved it I, I loved seeing vader like that though um, just storming in and just this is it they're taking no crap because you've got to imagine that you know we've only ever seen him you know he, he, in this calm calculated cool manner but he's been failed here in the biggest way possible you know Kenobi is gone he was on the yeah. base he was on the sh- this particular he was in this room almost and you let him go he's not happy and um so what do you think then about the way how, how she how Reva was able to get out she said she put a tracker on the ship and that they could, they'll be able to find where Kenobi was. And the fifth brother's saying, look, Lord, my Lord, the base was nearly destroyed. You know, you can't stand for this. Yeah. So she's put a tracker on, which, again, a New Hope Empire, a New Hope vibes and Empire vibes as well. What do you think about that then? The kind of way out? For her, for Reva, yeah, I think it makes sense because ultimately Vader wants Kenobi. I don't even think he's that bothered about like the layer stuff or what, you know, I don't, and that's the point of getting layer, isn't it? Is to, 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 to get Kenobi out, to lure Kenobi out. And of course, they don't know the importance of layer, do they? They just think no. he's a senator's kid. Yeah, just a random, random kid, random kid. And, um, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense, particularly because Reva took layers droid. Lola. Yes. Lo- is it, what is it? Lola. Lola. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so so. Reva, I think, planted it on there, and then the closing shot of the episode is that droid waking up, and it's like, well, yeah, that's obviously where the 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 plant is. At first, I thought, oh, I think she might be fibbing, you know, because I don't remember her doing an Obi Wan and chucking like a tracker on the ship or anything <laughs> like that, like yeeting one of those bad boys onto <laughs> the snow speeder. Good shot, yeah, but like it missed. Yeah, I, that at the end of the episode, I was like, "Ah, oh, right, yes," because she did take the droid for for a wee bit. So, it's, yeah, it's interesting. A really strange line as well, which I thought was a bit of odd dialogue. Which now we know where the tracker is it makes sense. But she says, Vader says, like basically says, "Are you certain that this tracker is 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 in place?" And she says, "Yeah, where he goes, it will follow." And I thought, "It." So I just thought it was a really odd kind of choice of turn. Like where, where he goes, it will follow. Yeah. Uh, it will follow. It's like follow. Surely it will. You know, it will. It will locate. But then we find obviously that it's on Lola, which is going to be in Leia's pocket. It, so it will literally follow Obi Wan. You know, we 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 look at it as Leia will follow Obi Wan. So will the track. And a fun a fun thing came out on social media. Um, Leia, Carrie Fisher, when she was age like six or seven, had a little bird, and in real life, and that bird was called Lola. 
Um, oh, uh, wow. Um, I, you know, what a lovely, lovely kind of That's amazing. Um, tribute to uh, carry here. But yeah, so lo- the track is on Lola and um, Sully is inconsolable on the ship because, you know, Wade's being killed and <laughs> Tala quite coldly is like, yeah, I guess you're soldiers now after all. And so maybe could have saved that for later on when she's not grieving. But um, you, you, they're sitting on either side of the, sh- of the hold. And on one side, you've got a very sad, you know, Sully. And on the other side, you've got this almost hopeful side where Leia and Kenobi, then she grabs you, holds his hand, and Obi-Wan kind of reciprocates and then holds her hand and gives her a little smile when it's like, mm. what a lovely... And, and everything that goes with that. To her, this is her protectorate. This is almost like a hero. To him, this is the yeah. daughter of Anakin and Padme. And yeah. as well as being, you know, just as much his responsibility and also a kid. Well, I thought it was a really, really lovely way to end the episode um, with with those two as the as we get the revelation here that Lola is the is the tracker and like like on a new hope when Vader says to Tarkin, I have placed a Holman beacon on that ship. And Tarkin's like, I'm taking an awfully mm. big risk here, mate. Maybe maybe he learned it from here or maybe he kind of saw what she did and was like, Yeah, I like that idea. I'm gonna do it more often. Um and I, I don't think that he let her go too easily because he is like furious and as soon as she says no, no, I've put a tracker on. He lets it down. It's like, okay, explain. Vader, yeah. my understanding of Vader has always been that he, you know, he doesn't care about anyone necessarily, but he values people with intelligence. He he, he values that, you know, Reva has used her loaf here. She's gone, she's gone outside of the box in order to track these guys down. And I think he values that rather yeah. than st- like stupidity or brashness. He's, he's seeing her like, okay, look, you failed me. However, what you've done there, you've shown some smarts and I'm willing to see where this goes. But he also basically does again say, this is it. This is your last chance. So yeah. I don't think, th- I don't think she has let off too easily. I don't think Vader's gone soft. I think he realizes, okay, if, if she's telling the truth, this will lead me t- to Obi-Wan. Doesn't care about anyone else. So are we, are we now, I'm assuming they're going to go back to Jabim where they went to start at the start of the episode. Are we now thinking, mate, that, now, Vader's going to take the full force of the Imperial Army to this planet. Yeah, I think I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I think that is exactly what's going to happen. Um, I think it's going to be action-packed. And I think, yeah, these next two episodes are definitely going to be al- almost like the same episode of part one and part two, uh, you know, even though it's part five and part six. But, you know, like for me, I think these last yeah. two episodes will be like one climactic event where okay. they are on the hunt for Kenobi. It's like, yeah, let's do this now. Let's let's get him. We've got the tracker. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do um, it. That's that's what I think is going to happen. That's what I think is going to happen. But the, the, what I think how I love, I, I love how this episode ends with Leia just reaching out and holding Obi-Wan's hand. Yeah. Mom, and it's mate. so, Soft, it's so beautiful. Silent, beautiful. Yeah. Emotional. Lovely and this, moment. And this show's been doing that in spades. And like you mentioned during the recap, she's gone from, you know, kind of quite rightly not trusting this guy to now. You know, at the end of this episode, they are they're a team, and it's you know Obi Wan. Yeah. His duty, as was given to him by Yoda and Render Sith, was to was to watch over the boy. But and of course he's all of course he would have always cared for the security and safety of Leia. But that the only time he ever saw her was that moment where he's holding Render the Sith. Yeah. Now, you know he's he's probably 
he, he's probably hanging out more with Leia in these last four episodes than he ever has done with Luke because by the sounds of it, yeah. he's been kept at arm's arms reach by Uncle Owen. So um, yes, that that was I love that at the end into that, and I think this episode, I think this episode was good. I do think it's too short. It's pretty much thirty minutes long. Yeah, I think when when I he's sneaking that. around the base and things like that, I think they could have possibly elongated that, added a bit more tension. Um, not ha- not have it feel so you know like much like a rebels episode where things happen just so they can get to the end. I do wish it had been a little bit longer. I think it looked good and it's a good looking episode. I think Nur looked great. The fortress it looked ominous. The it felt big. They established a scope with these big shots of it so we could see just how big this place is. It felt like Fallen Order for me as well. You know, me, the canon dude, if you're going to bring something over, how faithful is it? And it felt like the same place to me. Um, Yeah, and like I mentioned, there are not really many nitpicks. The the burn healed very quickly, I think, but it is what it is. Leia is literally tortured on an Imperial base by an Inquisitor. I imagine, you know, her senator father, Bail Organa, probably won't be too pleased when he finds out about that. And how? what, what does he do, though? Does he just go along with it and be like no we've got to keep up this facade even though the empire almost killed my kid that you know that's mm. not it's, mm. again that isn't that isn't a plot hole i don't like that term i hate that term but it did make me think oh man they are they're, they're kind of like dodging they're, they're dicing that line now like when reva calls him obi-wan Leia's being tortured by the empire you know bail is a very um influential senator but at the same time he can't get involved too much in opposing the empire because well look what happened to alderaan in episode four yeah so he, he knows he's interesting he's in it for the long game he's in it for the long game you know and like in the first episode you know his wife is like look bail like there because mm. there's that disagreement about like the use of slavery i think that's right yeah and he's about to like jump on him and be like no what and, and his wife's like look look yeah the bigger picture here there's a time and a place there's a time and a place. It's not right, but there is a time and a place. And uh, yeah, that's the vibe that I got. That's the vibe that I got from 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 what you're saying, anyway. But it's a good point. It's all very very good points. Yeah, um, yeah so I think also just lastly, um, other than other than the ships, I thought the the episode looked really good. Yeah, you know, I thought the volume worked really 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 well and i think i'm starting to realize i think the volume works in darker situations you know like darker corridors and we we had a lot of that today you think it looked good in this episode uh yeah i didn't notice it that's for sure exactly uh, and that's exactly yeah yeah and that's what you want with any kind of uh animation cgi or anything like any augmentation you like you mentioned with the ships you notice that I didn't notice the volume on this, like like a kind of with Dayu. I didn't really notice it too much on Dayu mm. because it was a dark cities game. I didn't really notice it here uh, on Nur. I think it looked, I think it looked really good, and maybe it also helps mm. that these are unfamiliar locations. You know, like whereas Tatooine is just a desert. I mean, we 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 know what that looks like, so we can almost spot the imperfections. Same as in Episode Two in Mapuzo, it's just you know again out in the desert. Whereas someone like Nur. Because it's not, it's almost an a- it's alien to us. It, it it just feels, I don't know, it just kind of feels complete more. So we're not looking for any imperfections. Plus, because it, the majority of the background was windows and water, mm. I think that I think it's a lot easier to, uh, and it's murky. I think that's a lot easier to get away with. But no, I think this episode looked good. I think the now that o- ominous feeling of being on this base was 
was everywhere and the only bit of light you got really was at the end when they're escaping through the clouds it's kind of the only kind of real blast of light you got but no no mate i think i think it looked good um yeah i think the score was was decent uh, again i didn't really notice it but it it complemented more than anything um yeah I, I i thought this was a decent episode also in in the opening title where you get all the helmets little lola was in there as well uh, yes i saw that yeah. like, that's cool yeah that was um, that was good that was good and i think over, overall i think this is yeah in terms of visuals and other technical things this has been this was a step up i've noticed in the first few episodes some of the adr is not very good certainly in the first episode it isn't great you could see where lines have been dubbed or re-recorded and they've tried to make it work in certain scenes and it doesn't always work mm. but here I've, I've i think everything came together i just wish the episode was a bit longer, had a little bit more time to breathe. What we got from it, well, yeah, was the awa- reawakening of Obi Wan Kenobi, the strengthening of the bond between yes. him and Leia, yeah. and Reva as well. She's showing her smarts, and we had to, you know, Vader had to find Kenobi again, and he's going to do that. So, where we go next, I don't know because we've still got two episodes. I hope, like like you said, I hope we get almost like two together. I wish they'd done that in the Book of Boba Fett, where the street fight was two episodes and it felt huge. I kind, of, I kind of hope they do that here. I still think we're going to get some kind of introspect, shorter, slower episode next week with those flashbacks. Because I think we are going to get the Clone War flashbacks, but I think they're going to be Yeah, you short. reckon? I think okay. so, because I think Ewan's pretty much said it as well. But I think I don't think they're going to be huge. Um, I, see, 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 this is the thing. I, we'll, we'll see. But I feel yeah, like yeah. when a lot of these people talk, I think people just take it out of context, man. I really do, and uh, I'm I'm not confident we're going to see Clone Wars stuff, but we'll see. I would be happy to be proved wrong, but it has to fit into the story. Has to fit into the story for me as well. He's grown his hair out. That's what gets me. He's he's always had short hair, and he's just suddenly grown his hair. I mean, what for? You don't need it as Darth Vader, mate. But yeah, but it could be just because it looks cool. Do you know what I mean? Like people do that. (laughs) You know, like Alja hair. Yeah, who knows? I I think next week will be. Uh, I think, but I think at the end of next week's episode, you know, it's really going to hit the fan. And episode six is good. Part six is going to be, yeah, like like the is going to be a big redemption. It's going to be huge. We're going to get surprises, tears, revelations. But I don't. I, I, I'm not confident enough to say what episode, what part five, sorry, is going to have in it because mm. you know this episode. I didn't think we were going to get this episode here. I thought it would be something different. It, it, but I enjoyed what we got nonetheless. So I'm happy. No idea where we're going next, though, mate. No, no. I have no idea, but that's a good thing, and I and it's still I'm still so excited to watch the next episode. You oh, know, oh, I'm man. really I'm I'm yeah. really excited. I'm really intrigued to just watch the next episode, and I think that's again that's a really good place to be. Really, really good place to 100% be. Yeah, agree, I'm excited, man. Kenobi season, mate, it ain't oh, slowing oh. down, is it? We're loving it. We're a week to we're, go. We're eating it up, mate. We got the buffet. We got the buffet. Yeah, Matty Boy's ordered a chicken tikka masala. Love it. We got a bowl tea. We got a vindaloo. Vindaloo. Vind- we got some bargees. Vind- a mattress and a vindaloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, curry puns. Let's yeah, do it. love Let's it. Here it comes. Hey. Execution. Right, mate. Um, part three, then. Currently, okay. our ratings are the same. Rankings are the same. Uh, three, one, and two is the order from you know uh, the one we prefer the most. What are you going to get? What are you giving this one out of ten? See where it slides into your uh, league of Kenobi. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to give this one um, a. I'm going to give this one a seven, a seven point eight out of ten. 
7.8 ponder babbers out of 10 ponder babbers, <laughs> mate. That's what, that's what I'm saying. What about you, man? Oh, mate, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to do me then, man. Oh, cause I've got the number in my head. I'm going to give it 7.7 out of 10 i was like you know are we and surely we're not going to go for the same decimal we didn't i'm gonna go seven seven i think this one i loved episode part two but i i felt i think you know the, the more i think about this episode i got more out of this one it felt more complete to me um and i just had a ever so slightly better time i think i gave episode part two mm. like, i think i gave it 7.5 so 7.7 so our rankings still remain the same and so it would be three one four two I believe is our Kenobi power ranking. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. And, uh, I think, like I said, there's a, there is so much in this episode and I love it. It's just last week we got like some revelations. We got, we got great juicy scenes, but they, they were allowed to breathe. Yes. And maybe that's not the nature of this episode, but it just didn't pull me in like the last week's episode. Um, but 7.8 is still a high score. Yeah. I always say that it's like what old Stangroom says, you know, like five out of 10 is average. (laughs) Yeah. Five out of 10 is average, right? Anything beyond that is decent, you know, and so bear that in mind as well. Not everything is a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. It can't be like that. That's not life. Anything Jamie Stangram <laughs> says, we abide by. So Yeah, that's it. It's true as well. Uh, yeah. And I know it's I know a lot of people want this, but not every episode has to be, you know, big lightsaber fights and force battles and all that stuff because that like John Favreau said about Boba Fett and that, that doesn't make good storytelling. It's cool, but if it's just Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, you know, battling each other and being big and tough and burly for six episodes it gets quite boring quite quickly uh, so i like yeah. what they're doing with this mate and um, yeah, yeah i can't wait for part five we've got a week to wait now for part five and you guys have got a week to wait until our next recap for part five so if you can uh if you can uh do us the pleasure of waiting seven more days we'll give you the yeah. pleasure of another recap but do let us know what you thought about this episode are you on the same side as we are did you hate it did you love it did you think it was a filler what did you think about this episode? Let us know. Luke, where can the world find us online? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Uh, email us. We love a voice note. We love an email. Matty Boy loves an email. He loves it. Send it to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And please consider checking out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions, where there is hours and hours and hours of bonus fun content. And it's only from $2 a month. Like you can't get, you can't get a lot these days for $2. Yeah. So just give it a go. Give it a go. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yeah, what that guy said. Yes. Uh, uh, also, try and try and guess which one of us is replying to your emails. See if you can guess who it is, because it's, oh. it's someone different each time. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to support the show for free, though, please do consider dropping us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, because it gets the show up those rankings even more. It gets more people listening. And we love hearing from as many of you guys each and every week. 
Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your nan, tell your dad, tell your Ewok. Tell your nearest Padawan frozen in the amber from Jurassic Park. Tell your cousin, the more the merrier. <gasps> Their care's all spicier. Tell the Grand Inquisitor, wherever he is, that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya, and from Luke. May the Force be with you always. Luke!